Okay, let's take a ride in a police car. Slide the underworld for always buying prestige cars. Part of the Nick Theodosi Group. They're always buying prestige and European cars and may be interested in buying yours. LMCT 8350. Um, Sly, good morning to you. You have a special guest. Yes, today uh, part of Pentridge is being reopened for tours and somebody who's got some deep and dark memories on that is John Killick. Um, a person convicted of nine armed robberies who did six years hard from 1966 in Pentridge. And he's out there now. John, what's it like to go back uh, inside the Bluestone Walls? Hi, John. Well, every time I come to Melbourne, it's rain. So I don't know. He's trying to give me a message or something. But I'm, uh, I'm in Pentridge now and I'm looking across uh, at Ewing where it all happened. And uh, it, it, that's 55 years ago. And uh, it really, it, it, it brings back to memories and uh, bad memories, really, but it's just fantastic that I can actually come back and uh, and, and be able to see this and, and see what it is now. You were in a and, siege out, out there where you tried to escape and, um, and hit a prison officer and um, the police shot the lights out, but it was a governor with a bullhorn who negotiated you down. Well, there were a thousand prisoners could hear it that night. Um, that's probably what saved us, I think. Um, you know, we, we were lucky to come out of that, that alive, and, and I always think it, it's my opinion that, that it was the Governor Grinley that um, saved the situation. We negotiated for three or four hours. And, uh, it, it, you know, we, we, we surrendered and came down. Uh, I spent four years in Hastings as a result and got an extra 18 months. But was very lucky to, to come out of that. Um, and, and I've always been, as I've always said, I, I felt that uh, Grimley was a, was a good governor and uh, a man of his uh, word, and I've always said that. Why did you get into doing stick-ups in the first place back in the early 60s? Well, you wouldn't believe the luck that I had. I fell in love with a girl and she fell in love with me. It was a very, uh, very strong affair. And the uh, next thing, she, she was moving to America. Her parents were taking her to America. Uh, the father wasn't American and it just came out of the blue. And I tried to get there, had a minor criminal record. And they said, look, you just can't get over there. Forget about it. You forget about her. And uh, so in the end, I... Uh, I actually robbed a bank trying to get false passports. It was madness, sheer madness. I've always thought that I've had that um, in those days, particularly that, that, you know, I had a bit of mental instability about me. Uh, my mother died when I was 17. I, I left home that day, and and I wasn't I wasn't equipped to cope. I was just a normal bookish kid until that happened. And, uh, you know, I had a violent father and all that, and, but I'd never been in any trouble. And when I, once I got out, got mixed up with different guys a bit older and finishing in jail and six months later that it was downhill slide you know you, you get on the treadmill of crime when you're young like that and it's hard to get off it well it took you a while to get off because you, you're in and out you did 30 years and you're in and out well, of crime I, yeah i did i did 30 years over the time i did some good things when i was out you know i was married and uh had a, had a son um he's over in china too you know he's doing good but all i can say john is that um Everything happened last century. I, I like to say that because it's true, and I've, I'm doing good things now and trying to trying to get back. I've put out five books and working on a sixth, and uh, I'm just um, hoping hoping that I can uh, give quite a bit back and uh, break about even before I'm through. You were the first decimal currency um, arm robber on the 14th of February, 1966. Why did you you pick that date? 
I thought there'd be a lot of money there. You know, Willie, I, I read that book, Willie Sutton, and they asked him why Ron Banks, he says, where the money was. And, and I thought, well, if there's ever going to be a lot of money in banks, it's going to be in currency day, you know, when they change over to be huge. But it was the opposite. And bank teller said, look, I'm sorry, you said, well, they've just about cleared us out. That's, there wasn't much money at all in the bank. And uh, we couldn't um, talk to you without bringing up Silverwater. You're the only person to escape from an Australian prison by helicopter when your then-girlfriend pulled a gun on the uh, helicopter pilot doing a, a bit of a tour around the, the Sydney Olympics. Yeah, well, that was um, that's the only reason it happened. Jails are very um, very much on guard and about helicopters coming over because of that possibility. And it, it happened because the Olympics were coming on the following year. They, they had the Olympic Stadium right next door to us. And I used to see every hour about 10, 10 helicopters coming over on scene tours. And I knew then I watched the reaction of the uh, of the guards and they didn't even bother to look up at that stage. And I knew that if it was ever going to happen, that, that was the prison you'd be able to do it from, it, which is the way it turned out. By the time the chopper got in, and uh, they only realised too late, you know what had happened. Um, John, I can understand. It's Ross here. John, I can understand. You're in prison. You see helicopters flying overhead, and you think, "Well, that'll be a good way to get out of jail." Yeah. How do you then find a woman who will go and abduct the pilot and fly the helicopter into jail to pick you up? Well, you know, Lucian and I, um, we've been going together for about three years, so it was very very close, very good relationship and um, when, when I was arrested uh, she uh, she just came to visit me and said look I'm going to get you out and I'd escaped up in Queensland before that, um, a woman just sent me a pistol and uh, I, you know it was a toy gun actually but, but, but I had huge security on me and, and I said look the only way that we can get out would, would be fire a helicopter Cause, because security was just too heavy I mean, when I went to court or went to the house or anything like that, it was, it was the only way do that and she said oh we can do that you know fantastic John um, best of luck I enjoy your, your time in Pentridge this time because you can get out and uh, yeah Pentridge is opening your latest book Outlaw yeah, um, Outlaw, we're actually doing a sort of a mini launch at Pentridge outside E-Division on, on uh, Thursday at 3. There'll be, there be um, uh, quite a few people that are coming along. That. Uh, James Phelps, the author, will be there also, who's written quite a few books himself. Good on you, John. We must away. John Killick, um, amongst other things, escaped from Silverwater Jail in 1999 by, by helicopter, thanks to a girlfriend. Um, Sly, stay with us. 25 after 8. Sly, thank you. Where was John Killick arrested? Uh, the Fred Astaire dance studio, he went upstairs and there were 20 people, all coppers, pretending to do the cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 